Ion 2020 episode 342. President of the United States, the authority is total. The authority is total. The authority is total. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. In, in an empire lies, the truth is treason. The truth is treason. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought by the military-industrial complex. By the military-industrial complex. What's everybody, Ray Eaton here, your host of Ion 2020, still going with the election. Um, Election's over with, I said that on Monday, but there's a little bit going on with the whole recount idea and the idea is that there's a couple of contested states as well. So I wanted to talk about that today. Um, And um, there's a... There's a healthy skepticism for the election process. And if you think about it, in twenty in the year 2000, uh, when Trump versus Gore, and then, or not, uh, not Trump, sorry, uh, Bush versus Al Gore, so the George W. Bush versus Al Gore, uh, it was contested in Florida. And Al Gore did not end up seating the election until about mid-December or so after the Supreme Court went ahead and uh, called the called it and said, you know what, George W. Bush won. And that's when finally Al Gore seated it. And a lot of people were giving him hell about it back then, just like they're giving Donald Trump hell about it now. Uh, It is okay for Donald Trump to be sitting here looking at different court cases, looking at different court battles, looking at different recount demands and so forth. And the reason why is because you do want a free and fair election. And when the press is sitting there doing the calling of these things, it's not technically the press that calls these things. The press just says, yep, you know what? The, the, the evidence is overwhelming that Joe Biden won. So we're going to go ahead and call this election. He has the number of votes that he needs, uh, you know, from the, from the, uh, God, I just totally lost my train of thought for a second. I apologize. Uh, He has, from the Electoral College, he has the right amount of uh, of votes. So it's not really that that out on a limb to say that that Joe Biden won. And man, it is really raining out. So if you hear the rain, that's what really threw me off for a second. I apologize, but uh, it's really raining where I'm at right now, and. Uh, it's beating against the windows of of my house, so I, I apologize if you hear any rain, but I try to make sure that you don't hear anything outside of the normal show whenever I'm doing this show. But I apologize, it's just, it just threw me off for a second, that's why I lost my train of thought. But Joe Biden technically has not won the election. That doesn't happen until the electoral college goes and they put up their votes and stuff, but you can slow the process down, but the main thing is is what Donald Trump is trying to do right now is he has voter counts going on in, in Georgia and in Wisconsin. And then he has court cases in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and in Arizona disputing the count and disputing certain things about what was going on. So technically Joe Biden has not won because those things can still get played out in court 
or they can get played out at the ballot box as well in the number of votes that are cast. Because you do want to make sure that every single legal vote is counted. I mean, I agree with that. I really do. So if I did the show on Monday just saying Joe Biden won, the overwhelming evidence says that it's going to go towards him. And Donald Trump would really need a miracle in, I believe it's like three of those five states that are being contested in order to to take the election. And, and it's just most likely not going to happen because this is the way it is, guys. If you're in a situation where there's a, where there's recounts done, usually you find a hundred or 200 votes here and there. And if it's a point where they're disputing something because maybe some voter fraud, you would have to be able to claim that there's hundreds of thousands of votes of votes that are fraudulent. And that is a very rare thing in the United States. I mean, we have a system in place where it's individual counties and individual districts and so forth that do all the vote counts. And I mean, it's, it's done pretty independently and it's also done by volunteers. And it's also done in a situation where you have both sides watching what's going on. So I'm not going to say that it can't go Donald Trump's way, but I know a lot of people are rooting for Donald Trump right now. I have a lot of friends that are saying, oh, he's still the winner. And what Donald Trump is doing is pretending like he is the winner and he's pretending as, and not pretending per se, but he's going on as though he's going to be the president-elect in, you know, that, that he won the election. Like he's going, going forward with his budget process and so forth that's going to be submitted in February. And that would be, you know, several days after the election is over with, or several days after inauguration day as well. So we'll see what happens, but it's not going to look good for Donald Trump and for the country in general, I'm thinking about it as well. Uh, it, the quicker you get it done, the better, because the more certainty it'll give you in the elections, the more confidence it'll give you in the elections as well. But he does not necessarily need to see the election. And, and I, I know that his voters don't want him to. I really know that by what I see through Facebook and on Twitter and all that as well, that he just doesn't want it to seed. So, or they don't want him to seed the election. Uh, they want to go through with all the vote counts and stuff. Now, in the end, the more you do to prove that Joe Biden won, and the more evidence that you give, then you can make those 25 to 30% of people who just believe that this election is trying to be stolen and you could get that evidence out there to get the other 70% on board with, yes, this has been fair, this has been truthful, and you could maybe sway some of those hardcore Trump voters over to you as well to just say, you know what, come back in four years, come back in four years and try to win again then, you know? That's all you can really do in that situation. But the quicker it goes, the better um, for voter confidence, I guess, but... I don't think that Trump is going to cede the election anytime soon. I do think that uh, overall, I'm not really f- terrified that the system is going to break down where he's going to be able to keep Joe Biden from even becoming the president or whatever, because the, the system is the way that the system is. And people will just m- move on from Donald Trump and they'll pull him out of the White House kicking and screaming if they have to. I mean, Joe Biden has the Secret Service following him, protecting him right now, unless there was a court case that said Donald Trump <clears throat> is the president, they're going to be putting Joe Biden in and pulling Joe and pulling Donald Trump out. So that's just the way that's going to be, guys. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I don't want to keep this show going too, too long today. I have been listening 
to a lot of the news and stuff. And one of the things that I noticed about the news media is that they did call the election for Donald or for uh, Joe Biden almost immediately. And then you start hearing these little tidbits of information that come out of like the way that the media is just moving on from Donald Trump and even Fox News is doing it where I've heard a couple of different times throughout the day where I'm hearing these little clips of different people on Fox News that are interviewing people pulling away from people that are saying, hey, there has been some scams going on, there has been some voter fraud, and then they'll say, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, I'm not going to let you use unsubstantiated claims and all that. And every single time that you hear somebody refer to voter fraud, they always in the media have been saying unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud, unsubstantiated claims. And they're making a point to use that specific word as well which seems kind of unusual to me. And they use other words that are kind of similar to unsubstantiated, but it seems like there's a little bit of, you know, you know how the um, the media is. They all have their talking points. And if you watch NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox News, all of them, they always use these specific wording, this specific wording that they use in order to get points across. And they seem like they're specifically trying to say that unsubstantiated and make it stick. So it does make you think, if you're one of those people that believes in conspiracy theories, it does make you think to yourself, wow, why are they acting like that? Why aren't they just presenting the facts? Why aren't they just presenting the story? If the story is people think there's voter fraud, then allow there to be a story that there's people thinking there's voter fraud. And then bring people on that say, no, there isn't. Yes, there is. Whatever. And have some stories that go along with that. I don't think that there is a necessarily necessary wrong that you should even or that you shouldn't give them any sort of platform whatsoever because these people truly believe it. Donald Trump truly believes it. I'm sure a lot of his voters truly believe it and you know the more you look into it the more you think to yourself maybe there could have been. Maybe there could have been, but I don't I don't necessarily see it at all. That's that's my opinion. I've been looking for it. I've been looking for different things. Um, if there is voter fraud, of course they're going to find a little bit. They'll always find 100 or 200. I mean, there's been 150 million people that went ahead and voted. So you're going to have some. But it just makes you think that, assist, that, that um, you're not going to be in a situation where there's hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people that are uh of 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 people that are committing voter fraud in order to get Joe Biden elected. Um but yeah, I'll go ahead and get off that subject now. Uh what is a Joe Biden presidency going to look like and that really does determine you know the next 4 years, right? What is Joe Biden's first agenda piece going to be? And I'm really hoping cuz right now it's a 50-48 split in the Senate. And I'm really hoping that somehow there's a 51 or 52 vote for Republicans and 48 for Democrats. And the reason why I say that is because you do want that split government so that he can get very little done. If Joe Biden has control of the House and the Senate, he's not going to have the the testicular fortitude, I guess you could say, the, the wavos to uh, go ahead and 
say no to a lot of the stuff that gets passed to the House and down to the Senate. Um, I really don't see that. So if they passed Medicare for all through the House and through the Senate, Joe Biden would vote for it. If they passed defunding the police through the House and the Senate, then Joe Biden would vote for it. If they passed making marijuana legal, then Joe Biden would... Those are good things, right? Those Generally, those are good things. But he would vote for it. If they passed free college tuition for everybody through the House and the Senate, he would do it. Like, I don't think that he has the ability to say no to these people. And I talked about that earlier last or this week about the fact that he's trying to be a unifying candidate. And all the wording that I've heard over the last couple of days is that it doesn't seem very unifying to me. Maybe he's trying to make the speeches, but he doesn't believe in the thought process of a conservative person or a libertarian person who believes in small government. He, he, he doesn't understand why they think that way. It's very hard to understand why people think the way that they do. I don't understand why my sister thinks the way that she does with regards to social issues. I don't. I try to understand. I ask her questions about it, but she's a sociologist and she has an entire history of lessons that have gotten her to think the way that she does. I talk to other people that are strong conservatives who believe in, you know, no legalization of drugs, like totally not libertarian, just that, you know, that strong conservative, neoconservative bent. I talk to them sometimes and I don't understand why they agree with the wars and I don't understand why they are so focused in on the abortion issue and why they, actually, I kind of do understand that because I kind of see the abortion issue from both sides in my own personal view, I can tell. But there's certain views that people have that I just can't figure out why they believe that. But it just, you have to listen and learn and find out why they believe that in order to unify people. And you're not going to have unity though. Because they're still going to disagree and they're going to have disagreements. I heard it said the other day that we're not united we stand, but we're divided we stand in America. We've always been divided on every on lots and lots of issues. But it's a good thing to be divided as long as there's free speech out there as well. And as long as one person is not silenced. But you know what I heard over the week and this is on the unifying thing. I heard it from somewhere. Oh, it was a website. And they're they're sitting there. And it, it's not linked to anybody in major in the Democratic Party. But supposedly one of the people that it's linked to was like part of the Buttigieg campaign. Maybe the campaign manager. And this person is putting together a list of people who have helped Donald Trump. Now, I don't know if it's people that have donated to his campaign. I don't know if it's specifically people that have helped him legally. I don't know if it's specifically people that have helped him, like larger donors or whatever. But there's they're putting together a list of people who supported Donald Trump. So they could call them out and find their employers and get them fired and things like that. And I don't know if they're going to take it to that extreme, but you know how cancel culture is. Now, that's not unifying. So... Joe Biden is going to have a very hard time unifying people if he's going to go with the left-wing strategy that he has. Because he does. He's, he's going to be pushed around by these people. 
that's what a that's what a Joe Biden candidacy is going to look like, and or not a candidacy, a presidency is going to look like, is somebody who will kowtow to the left because if they do have the House and the Senate. Now, if they don't have the Senate, then they're going to have to do stuff that's bipartisan, so hopefully nothing will get done and very little will get done. That'll be good for the stock market. That'll be good for my 401k. That'll be good for the, the economy in general as well. Always has been. So anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up today. I didn't want to do too long of a show today. Um, I was not even focusing on putting together a show that much today, and the reason why is because... Um, I'm putting together a. I'm, I'm moving towards a different career move right now. So I was really focusing on that, and I just had to get in here and do the show because I could put together. So I could put this show together for the Thursday show that I'm doing. But um, I just want to give you guys an update on what's going on with the election right now and what's going on because Joe Biden, yes, most likely the president. No, he's not technically, as the Republicans are saying right now, he's not technically the president-elect until. December 15th, but he has everything that goes along with it, and he's going to be the president. I mean, it would really have to be a miracle. And then if if Donald Trump ends up winning, it's going to be chaos as though he stole the election. That's all they're going to talk about for the history of the world. But Donald Trump does have every right to, you know, do everything legally possible to get the votes counted and, and put little legal challenges in and stuff like that. And, you know, if he wants to do it, he can and actually, it'll actually be good for the people who are doubting him or do not like Donald Trump. It'll be good for them because then they'll be able to see, yes, this was a legitimate election. It can actually show the legitimacy of the election process, which as much as I criticize the state, I think that at least the election process has seemed to work out over history. But hey, guys, I appreciate you joining me. Go ahead and subscribe to the show if you've never subscribed to it before. If it's your first time listening, I appreciate you listening. Uh, go ahead. Also, if you'd like to, you can follow me on Facebook and on Twitter. Just type in at I am the Empire. I also put together a parlor account the other day, which is at I am the Empire also. So you can follow me there if you want to. Um, I haven't quite figured it out yet. I literally just set it up, so there's not nothing really on there except for my name. But I'm going to start posting stuff there too, most likely, uh, because I know a lot of you guys are there. And I want to be where the listeners are at. And libertarians, a lot of conservatives, a lot of people that distrust the government are starting to move away from Facebook because they're such, it's, it's such a controlling influence. Like it, it, it forces you to, you know, silence yourself, self-censor. And some people don't want to be self-censored. You know, they don't want to have to censor themselves. They want to be able to say what they mean and mean what they say. So that's a good thing. So Parlor, you can t- type in at I am the Empire, you'll find me there. And then um, if you'd like to, you give me a five-star rating and review as well. So I appreciate you doing that. Uh, listenership is growing. I appreciate that you guys are sharing the show. I mean, we doubled the number of listeners this week. No, the last two weeks. We've doubled the number of listeners. I think it's absolutely insane that that's happening. So I appreciate all the new listeners as well. Uh, keep on coming back, though. You can do that on Monday. Keep on, if you come back on Monday, you'll have clear vision for 2020. I don't know about you, but I am always dealing with these clueless people on the internet and in my daily life. 
and I was looking to learn how to defend libertarianism. And if you're in that same position, you want to learn how to defend libertarianism, advocate for a free market, and win any political or economic debate, then you need to join Liberty Classroom. That's Tom Wood's Liberty Classroom. And you could do that by going to ionthempire.com slash liberty. If you do that, you'll be able to earn the equivalent of a PhD in libertarian thought and free market economics online for just 24 cents a day. That's amazing. Once again, go to eyeontheempire.com slash liberty.